Hello. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, you just had such a deer of the headlights <laughs> looks in your face. I glanced over it. Uh, anyway. Uh... <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Cubicorn Games podcast. My name is Dustin Morbido. Uh, Lorraine Morbido is joining me, just like staring at me like like I am Tracoon. <laughs> Isekai me daddy. <laughs> About to run you down in the street and send you to another world. Uh, it was just such a disarming glance that I <laughs> had to take pause for a moment. And, oh, cut right through me. <laughs> Stop doing that. We'll never be able to. I, mean, um, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm doing just fine. <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem to me. Oh, we will not get through this episode if you stare at me with that <laughs> that glance for the next 30 or 40 minutes. Uh, Are you saying that your speed's getting lower? Is it a scary face? Yeah, probably. It's, it's a somewhat scary Or is it face. leer? Is your defense going down? It's not really a leer. I wouldn't call it a leer. No, it's more of a glare. What does glare do? Is Paralyzes glare you. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I still wouldn't even call it a glare, but sure. Okay. That's the status effect you're getting from it. Then I'm assuming, I guess it's glare. <laughs> how, how does glare work? What, what's the like percentage? Fuck, I know. I don't know that shit. It's like 100. Does Thunderwave 100% paralyze? Oh, no. Okay, whatever. It Pokemon doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> moves that paralyze. Uh. <laughs> anyway, other than Pokemon moves that paralyze, <laughs> how are you doing, Lorraine? I'm just fine. It says the accuracy of glare is 100%. Thunderwave is 90%. Oh, so close. So close, but no cigar. Is glare a ghost move, or is it just mm, nothing? I think it's a normal type move. Okay. There's glare. I guess you don't need to be a ghost to glare at people. No. I mean, unless, I'm, I, unless I am a ghost, and I am the dead. <laughs> You're saying you're pretty normal. Basic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are getting back in the saddle. We're doing something. It's been something. a couple weeks... Took a little chunk of time. Yeah, took. <laughs> took a little chunk of time off there that twisted my tongue. Uh, Clearly wasn't enough over the holidays, but we're coming back strong-ish. <laughs> we're we're coming back. Uh, <laughs> there to you do go. more podcasts and stream more games. And yeah. Update people on the games we've been making. Which, uh, like I said, this episode is going to be pretty short, probably, and mm-hmm. pretty loose. This we're just. I just wanted to get something back in the feed this week, being like, we're still here. We're going to be back. Every two weeks mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future, until, unless something really shanks the, the schedule. Talking about games and playing games and giving people updates on stuff. Uh, so to Woo. start with, we can just t- kind of talk about where we've been for the last little bit. You know, we took a little time off for the holidays, mm-hmm. straight up. We just kind of took a knee for a couple weeks there. Mm-hmm. And then since the start of the year, we've been slowly but surely bringing together, I guess, the last couple things in Down the Drain that yeah. will ship gameplay-wise that'll be new for that game. So there'll be a new boss fight, a few Man, new changes. It's really coming together. I'm I'm liking how we're getting the, That's good. I'm glad. The fight because so again, far. you're kind of, I'm still letting you driver's seat. If there's a thing to be, you know, if there's an ultimate authority to what happens and Oh, I saw what happened to the authority. I don't want to, I don't <laughs> want anything to do with that. I'm still leaving it to you to make up, make the absolute <laughs> final decisions on things that happen in that game, so. Cut my box open and watch me turn to dust. <laughs> but yeah, it's coming together. So like I said, there'll be a new boss fight, some changes to other boss fights mm-hmm. in like a hard mode variant, a couple of little bug fixes here and there, a couple of small quality of life improvements, uh, just all kinds of stuff like that. That'll Steam Link? No. Yeah. Is it is that what it's called? Well, no, Steam Deck. Deck. 
That's you could already it. use the Steam Link with yeah. it. You could technically already use the Steam Deck with it. It just doesn't have a Linux build, which we're going we're gonna to try to do that, that too. have that too, probably. Yeah. It will have cross-save. Yes. It'll 100% have cross-save, and I will say it'll 90% have a Linux build. Mm-hmm. That's really just, am I unlazy enough to do it? <laughs> <laughs> which I think we will, and I think I do think only if we do deploy... will tell. If we do deploy that build, the only Linux device I plan to test it on is, is the Steam Deck. Deck. <laughs> so if you've got like a fucking... Debian install somewhere or something, you're like, it doesn't work. Like, look, sorry. <laughs> There's <laughs> only two of us. I'm not going to sit here and uh, yeah. install 30 different versions of Linux and make sure it works well on all of them. It's just not going to happen. I'm just being nope. completely real with you <laughs> right up the front in terms of that. But the Steam Deck is, like I said, ha- having Steam kind of as a matter of convenience becoming our primary distribution yeah. platform for the things we are making mm-hmm. in the near t- near term. You know, I figured probably a good idea to support the Steam Deck in a, yeah. as much of an official capacity as we can. Yeah. But yeah, that's all coming together. So that'll ship soon. Maybe by the end of the month. Maybe not. We're still kind of tweaking gameplay stuff and some Q1 of the new things. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, before March with a certainty. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe maybe not by like January 31st, let's say. But we'll see. Because again, that's just kind of like yeah. we're, we're actively testing like the little mm-hmm. gameplay things were changing. So if it seems like like, you know, yeah. everything I, I, is good enough. We were we'll definitely more active in development than we were like like two weeks ago or whatever. And we were kind of in our bit of a, a break. Mm-hmm. And then out of that, we'll uh, get back to cucumber stuff basically 100% of the time as yeah. far as game dev goes. Uh, and that should be a lot of fun. Got a lot of little like code porting over projects mm-hmm. here and there to like make that game as up to date as down yeah, the drain Yeah, just get it on par. Yeah, with like recent parts of our code base. And then once I kind of spruce all that stuff a little bit, we'll hopefully get a little more testing going on and make more content and yeah. you know we'll just keep going we'll keep rolling from there it is a process but so far 2023 not not going so bad we're we're making it work it's uh, true like i've told you lorraine and other people my goal for my big ticket goal for this year is to make steady progress on everything and not go so hard and like yeah any <laughs> single sprint to like kill either of us so yeah. <laughs> we'll just try to try to we're not gonna work ourselves tortoise our year. way to victory <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> slow and steady and consistent uh, and eventually, just like my love life, get some more game stuff done. And that should be a, <laughs> a good time. <laughs> Got him. Uh, <laughs> but that's it for that stuff. I think pretty much. Yeah. Like we'll have more updates on that when we have more to say. But you know, mm-hmm. it's coming together. We've yeah. had little bits of progress here and there, all over the place. So it's happening. Uh, this coming week, the day after this goes live, uh, we'll be streaming again. Yeah. I'm still not 100% sure which game we're going to play, but I have a couple, like I have mm-hmm. probably five to ten things oh, wow. scattered around that I think we'll play eventually. Okay. So I'll have to look at the list and see, just pick something out of the hat mm-hmm. and we'll give it a shot. And I've got a couple things queued up and I definitely hope we can find some other stuff in the future to play. We're always looking for more indie games, so we'll, I'll, I won't do the spiel now. I'll wait mm-hmm. till the end of the show, but uh, the, the short part is if you have an indie game you want us to play, hit us up. Yeah. Email us at podcast at cubecornergames.com and other things I'll say later. Popcast. Popcast. <laughs> Pod. Podcast. Podcast. Thank you. But other than that, like I'm trying to think, like I said, podcast will be every two weeks again. Mm-hmm. That'll, that'll stream every week. Stream every week. Thursday, like I said, the fall, mm-hmm. the day after this comes out will be the first one. And then I think the following, the week after that, Friday, the 27th maybe is the right date. Because there's a different thing that other Thursday that I think I'm going to go take yeah, part in. Yeah, there was a, we were going to shift the day. Yeah, the 27th. Yeah, so January, our, our two dates for streaming will be around, and the seven, around right. 7 p.m. Eastern time, the 19th and the 27th. Yeah. And then in February, it'll probably be Thursdays unless something changes. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's been working out okay for us so far. Yeah. So why rock the boat too much? 
Um, we might be doing a little game day thing at in Ann Arbor, I think, in March. Well, if that ends up ha- coming to fruition, I'll mm-hmm. we'll have more details. But I think there might be a a Michigan game dev opportunity, like to see some games made in in state happening mid March. So keep people in the loop if that ends up being yeah. a real thing. And we're still. Haven't made any concrete plans, but still theoretically planning to go to GDEX in the middle of the year. So that'll be like June-ish. Yeah, it's like late June. It's yeah, it's 20 like the 20-something. Something. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like, you know, all we're looking at right now is working on stuff and hitting a couple of things like that. But it should all be good. I'm really looking forward to it. Mm. Forward to playing more stuff. Looking forward to do more research kind of play. So this is the thing. I'll go ahead and throw it out here now because we've talked a little bit about it back and forth. But either if we do more streaming stuff... Or if we don't, this is the kind of stuff I'm mm-hmm. planning to try to play on our like our, our own time a little more. Mm-hmm. Is I'm going to try to dip a toe more into 2D platformers, and I've already did a little of this. Dip a toe into card game stuff because mm-hmm. those are our two next like you know Super Cucumber is the next game we'll release. That's a 2D platformer. That's true. <laughs> um, and someday we want to release a card game based thing of mm-hmm. a sort. Some kind of like slowly but surely feeling some of that stuff out mm-hmm. also, and just like you know. Making the rounds, seeing like what mechanics are in vogue, what kind of. <laughs> so you're telling me it's a good thing. It was a business purchase that I got Rogue Legacy two while it was on sale. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> Can I claim that on the tax? Mm-hmm. Here's a question: Since we're like, if, since you mm-hmm. offered that up, have you played that much? I haven't at played all? it at all. Oh, okay. What do you What do you remember about Rogue Legacy one? Because I think I barely played that game, but I know however much of it I might have played, you definitely played more. Oh, of I it. I played a lot. I beat it. Like mm-hmm. I beat at least the normal mode of it. But that game, refresh my memory, because that game has like run-based elements where your character changes like, yes. iteration to iteration. So you basically you start a run by choosing one of three descendants from the last person you played as. Like it doesn't, there's no real connection to that person. Like they're not inheriting anything particular. I don't think. Mm-hmm. But they have like a bunch of unique traits, and then at least in the first one, you ba- had like a castle that you were spending money on to upgrade to maintain like certain aspects. Go like. Oh, like something like you've got like a stronger jump or like other stuff that just carried over that persisted and you could also spend your money post runs on like armor upgrades like if you you had to find the armor in the castle you were doing the runs in Mm -hmm. and then you permanent upgrades for like whichever character yeah they like the sets there was like set bonuses so like some of them like gave you different perks on top of being strong some of them are a little weaker but gave you like really specific things and it was just kind of like a platform around to find a boss fight the boss and like you know in a single run your goal was to beat all four of the bosses and then the final boss on a character okay um sure because the thing i was trying to persist i don't remember the thing i was trying to try to recall from that game and i'll be curious to see how the sequel changes this if anything there's just a thing that could have changed because again i haven't Mm -hmm. played rogue legacy in a very long time didn't play much at the time Mm -hmm. certainly haven't played rogue legacy 2 does but that game didn't have like big ticket like ability differences between the characters it was much more stat based most of the time right like, um, like you said like more health less health jump better well, some jump of them worse had, it, it wasn't like, necessarily like this guy has a gun and this guy can you know triple jump well there was stuff like that like okay. certain abilities were that it because that was they they had like ailments like color blindness and stuff like that on top of being different classes so there was like paladins okay that's and, more what I'm at, um, at, I like think, barbarians yeah. and stuff like that and then they also had like a castlevania type like special weapon like the heart weapons mm-hmm. um, i gotcha that was also just completely random like you could see which weapon they had so you could be like oh like i really don't want to use the dagger because it's so weak or like this the axe is stupid overpowered let's use that instead there was stuff like that in there okay 
Gotcha. Yeah, well, if you, hopefully, like, mm-hmm. you'll deal, at least one of us, I assume you, because you, <laughs> you actually made the purchase, we'll dip a toe into that and check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of things like that that I I'm so unmotivated, well, <laughs> I'm also unmotivated to, like, start games in a lot of senses, but it's also on PC, so that's even less of a motivator for me to do it, because mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't like playing stuff on PC. Well, like I said, that's one there of the reasons. There is controller support, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, if you ever want to give it a shot, I mean, I know you already must already got it on your own Steam account or whatever. Yeah. And, like, this are streaming playing pc mm-hmm. has the cubicorn account logged into it but uh, mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons i left the i did leave the steam uh link set up in the living room so we mm-hmm. could mm-hmm. stream from this box into there if you ever wanted to try that i was actually thinking about doing that maybe with some of this card game stuff at some point oh, instead okay. of just playing on the laptop because it like it runs okay it doesn't run super none of that stuff runs super yeah. good on the <laughs> and then, like the fans really kick up on this like mm-hmm. you know mid-range <laughs> it's pretty old at this point laptop from laptop. six years ago yeah. or whatever so you know it is what it is but yeah i would think something like that at least for performance wise would be playable on pretty much anything but like mm-hmm. I, I don't know I, I don't remember having too big a difficulty on using the steam link for latency reasons but have to play and find out i'm not sure i never really used it oh but that sounds cool yeah i, I want to run the gamut of playing both like explicitly some older games like mm-hmm. maybe not nes definitely like super nes ish sure, and on yeah. era of like you know platforming which like the really like this i feel like the 2d platforming era like in terms of mainstream games kind of ends at the super nintendo like there's a few things on playstation i would say and then like, like it picks it, back up when indie dev comes back i would say that like the gba was kind of a bit of a mid revival of that fair. You like know, you're right maybe bits of the PSP, but I think more of that was like, it was trying to push the hardware much more. And mm-hmm. like, there's a lot, like just GBA sprite work is really nice. <laughs> and, uh, you're just talking about Fire Emblem a little the other day. Yeah, with Fro. A lot of stuff on there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely want to play some older stuff and some other like contemporary. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Like indie games. Like I would like to play, uh, I guess I could bust out my 3DS again or maybe buy another copy and like play like Shovel Knight more than I have mm-hmm. in the past or like it's Celeste really, or probably maybe, Switch maybe Ori, but like I'm a little more tentative on that one. I don't know. I'm going to make another. I don't th- I, I, from what I know about Ori, I don't think it's really the same kind of platformer that we're going for. It's definitely not. And I'm going to make another startling gaming admission. <laughs> in terms of like th- things that are my feelings or opinions on games that I that I think many people <laughs> will disagree with, I don't really love Metroidvanias. I just I mean, don't. I don't. They're, I don't hate them. I think that's like, the thing that I like about Rogue Legacy is that it's like it's kind of that, but so like hectic mm-hmm. and divorced from what they actually are. It's not like a what is it Axiom Bolt? There was one of those recently. Oh, Axiom Verge, maybe. Maybe. I- I can log it up. Well, Dead Cells is kind of like that too, isn't it? Sort of. I would need to play more of it to let you know because I don't. I, that's another game that I bought and I maybe booted up like once mm-hmm. for like thirty minutes and then just other shit got away from me. Yeah. It's definitely got roguelike elements. I'm not sure if it's Metroidvania it? okay. or not. That's that's on the list. <laughs> we'll play it a little, but I also think that game is a little more actiony than. Mm. Also, in terms of like, I think that game is more combat oriented than like kind of what I'm talking about. Where mm. I'm looking for stuff that's just a little more jumpy, aroundy. <laughs> If that makes any sense, uh, but yeah, Axiom the... Verge is the game. Okay, but that's um, yeah, that's like, and a, and a lot of that I think is personal preference of just like yeah. I love critical path games, like for the most part, I like here's the thing, do it, <laughs> and then go on and do the next thing. So like the backtracking part of those games, like I get wh- why it is a valuable like thing that people like about those mm-hmm. games. Like I understand psychologically why it is a theoretically enjoyable thing, but it like, does nothing for me. Like, I just don't care about... So you're saying you're not going to pick up Hollow Knight again? 
probably not. <laughs> I mean, that was the like no, I the know, I know, modern I know. time where like I was playing that game and I was it just like I said mm-hmm. I don't dislike it. it was certainly, it's certainly well made. Like it's mm-hmm. not uh like I don't think it's a bad game or a poorly designed game or whatever. But it did not light a spark in me. <laughs> like it. Did I did you not... ever play Cave Story back in the day? Um, a tiny bit, also on 3ds, and I had a really similar reaction of like I, I actually like, finished Cave Story. I, like, this is okay. I got one of the endings for it. Mm, All right. I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, I didn't hate that game either, but it just it did not grab me. Mm-hmm. It did not like, oh, I want to play this to the end. I want to play more of this. I think the only thing that kind of got me in that game was actually like, the story was interesting. It was very strange. It's a weird game. And I think I kind of remember liking the music in it. I can't recall any music off the top of my head, but I remember mm-hmm. it kind of being all right. Yeah. But I want to check out a lot more stuff like that in general. And yeah. on. In terms of again, kind of like like you said, I want I do want to try to tr- stray more towards things that are more like what we're going yeah. for. Like I want to play more things that are more like you just want to play Mega Man X again, don't you? No, well, like, yes and no. I, al- <laughs> always is the answer for that. I know that's but like the for our purposes right now, not really because mm-hmm. I know that game. That is one of those games that I kind of know inside and out. Yeah, I'd feel like I don't necessarily will not gain any like Mega fresh Man insight from who to get up go. again. But like you know, like Donkey Kong Country Two, that's a game I haven't played in twenty something years. <laughs> Pop into that for two hours and see what the fuck's up with that. Because I couldn't tell you a single thing about it from memory, other than like it was more piratey than Donkey Kong Country One. There's a girl. She has hair. Yeah, Trixie does spins or whatever. Donkey Kong gets kidnapped. <laughs> but that's um Mario's yeah, just stuff missing. that is more in the wheelhouse of like I said, what I think could will ultimately deliver. And it's and like for a vibe check for like a the thing because like I said, Mega Man X is certainly probably the biggest influence mm-hmm. mechanically and like button input sensation wise and yeah. for like cucumber but the, in my mind though though like relatively modern when i say relatively modern i guess it can just mean like the last decade sure. <laughs> of games that i want like i hope other people will potentially have the same reaction to that i in playing cucumber that i did when i played this is new super mario land was a game like that for me because mm-hmm. that, that, that's that's the first 3d one on the 3ds right like it was on the 3ds it's, well, it, it's I it has the slider super, thing it's Super Mario 3D Land. Yeah, I think that's not what I new. Said. There's no new. Oh, in okay, there. okay, okay. But yeah, right. Because mm-hmm. that that game. Because the new is different. Because yeah. it was it was Super Mario 3D Land and Super Mario 3D World mm-hmm. were like the two those two games. Yeah, because I played that like basically straight through, and then got to the point where it's kind of like, oh, it's not actually over. There's way more of it. <laughs> and then was like so elated that to keep playing that mm-hmm. I kind of played that all the way through. Yeah, that was a really great game. But that, for me, that was like, like I said, that's the kind of sensation that I, out of all those the other things I described that I kind of just like bounced off of, mm-hmm. that game is where it, it did feel that way to me. And, it, and I understand why personally, because like I said, it's very linear. Mm-hmm. It's very straightforward. You know, it has a decent-ish escalation of difficulty. Yeah, oh, for sure. And then by the time you're kind of done with that first pass, it has that really cool cherry on top of like, oh, there's mm-hmm. actually a decent chunk more game here left. So if you're not bored yet, you know, play some more. But that game was a modern, like I said, that's a game that did hook me. Like, and mm-hmm. like, oh, I played this for like 30 minutes and it just kind of proposed to me to keep playing, you know, until I got through it. Whereas none of those other ones. And like I said, I, I have known that about myself. Like, Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, I, there's a reason I played like an hour or two of... Metroid 2, the Metroid 2 remake or whatever, and we're just kind of like, mm, I'm good. Yeah, it's just like my my personal list of ten, top 10 Super Nintendo games doesn't have oh, fuck no. Super Metroid in it. And that's not because that game is bad. It is just because, it, for me, that game was not one of the 10 most important experiences I had on that platform. Uh, it's not a judgment of quality. It's just a matter of, you know, taste, taste and exposure yeah. and, like, all that. So don't at me. <laughs> Super Mario World, Donkey Kong Country. Oh, are you doing it? <laughs> 
Kirby's Avalanche. I'd have to think longer than I'm willing to. Mario Paint. Oh. <laughs> um, see, the thing with me is though, like most of my like we had so few Super Nintendo games. We didn't like we had so many oh, sure. NES games, mm-hmm. and I played a lot more later on but like at the time could you include like rentals and stuff how much did you guys do that because we, we rented we, a lot of we games didn't rent a lot day. of snes games okay we maybe um, for era he maybe did a little more we of that. maybe got like one or two for that and did more gamecube rentaling because that was like we were just old enough when the gamecube was coming out that we were making more of the like the purchasing decisions for games even if we oh, weren't sure. necessarily buying them we were old enough to like. I was getting Nintendo Power more at that point. Like I knew things that I wanted, and like we were, like mostly Jillian and I were um, dictating more of the those purchases or even just rentals. Like I know there was, I think we rented Star Fox Assault first and then got it and had the save kind of already there. And there's a handful of other things that I vaguely remember renting specifically. Okay, that's very cool. No, I was just wondering. But again, I just, just, I'm just a... trying to think of other SNES games we had. <laughs> yeah, so few. What else? I mean, there's RPGs and stuff, that, all that nonsense. But we've kind of talked about some of that stuff in the past too. But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like I said, where I want to mm-hmm. the the things I want to be playing this year. This is as close to as close to a New Year's resolution as I get, I suppose. <laughs> or I want to keep on the train of playing whatever indie games we can scoop up that mm-hmm. look interesting and appear overlooked. Just like anything that's like doesn't already have a gigantic audience mm-hmm. that seems neat to check out. I want to check it out. We'll still be doing that stuff on stream and stuff. And then other stuff on our own time. I yeah. absolutely want to play things that are in the wheelhouse of things we're actively pursuing in the near mm-hmm. to mid-future. <laughs> That's the problem with Down the Drain. Ain't no shit out there like that. <laughs> it's very different. It's not like, <laughs> like fucking, like I said, I, I still wouldn't call that game experimental, but it's a little out there. Like it's, No, it's, it's weird. A, it's a bit atypical. It's, <laughs> it's very strange. But yeah, you're right. It does not form. It does not slot nearly as near as neatly in genre convention terms as like Cucumber does. Like it's it's too platformer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's uh, you know it is what it is. He is cute character. Is he jump? <laughs> what more do you want? That's right. But that'll be like I said. That's kind of our roadmap. I think for this coming year is play stuff that's relevant to the things we're making. Play stuff that's just cool and made by other you know mm-hmm. small mm-hmm. scale cool creators. Podcast more. Stream more. Uh, get some stuff done. Like, I think that's about the gist of it. I'm not sure if I have anything else to add right this moment. If you have anything else you want to throw out there or like anything else you want to talk about. Right, we might talk about more media stuff on here. Like that might be a, become an end of episode kind of like mm. a lot of times in the past we've done that. I know. I mean, just kind of like a wind about, down. Yeah. TV you. shows and movies and stuff like that. I don't want to get into a big prolonged conversation about it mm-hmm. now. I will tease that potentially we'll talk about anime in the future with <laughs> either just ourselves or other people. I mean, we've talked about like even just like in stuff we're watching. I'm pretty sure we talked about some of that mm-hmm. end of last year and talking to brian like i said he uh-huh. had mentioned that he would be down for that and really there are t- the two main reasons i didn't do it is one because i'm very lazy That's i just true. didn't feel like organizing multiple people this mm-hmm. week and we're kind of just putting the wheels back yeah. on and the other one was that we actually haven't watched i don't know if we watched anything that all three of us have watched like not to completion yeah because no. it's all like i me and him watched chainsaw man you know you and i watched bochi like we are he, he's we caught, up on, caught my hero up on my not. hero yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's just like we're, we're watching past each other a little mm-hmm. bit in like every show we'd be talking about recently do you want a non-media hot take at the moment sure i think i like crackers more than chips I think just in general, like crackers like are tight. Like all crackers are good crackers. Like good crackers, like, So those tall crackers are like, 
<laughs> like they're very good. They're for, they're very like, good. Just a boxed product from a company. They're like, had, just, like, like extremely so I, tasty. I, I I was eating some of those. Like I opened up some of those oyster crackers. Top notch. <laughs> they're just good. It's some good shit right there. And last week, um, I took a few of those. Just like I don't remember if it was from might have been from Panera. I don't remember or whenever we got soup. Mm-hmm. Like we had some saltines. Took those saltines. Saltines. Those were great. I don't <laughs> know what it was, but it was just fantastic. See, I, I'm kind of with you on oyster crackers. I like an oyster cracker from time to time. I've never met a saltine that I can do anything but tolerate. <laughs> I like. I I I have. They have to a not be so stale that they taste metallic. Like sometimes, like just saltines are good. Like I just I like a cracker, and like I've tried. I I definitely just kind of out of I don't know what exactly. But I don't really snack much anymore. I just don't do it. I've always been so like as opposed to having like food by me when I'm doing stuff. I like having like a drink. So like it's helped me. As I've gotten better about drinking more water, that's been a thing that's very helpful. But I've tried, like, getting, like, I guess back into chips after not eating them for a while. And it's just, like, they're okay, but just, like, crackers, man. (laughs) That's all. Crackers over, like, every chip? Not a potato chip, not a Dorito, not a... I mean, like, sometimes, like, it'll be like, oh, my God, you know what goes, what I want right now with, like, this whatever. Like, sometimes I do want them, but just, like, if I'm presented with, like, if I'm looking for a snack and I'm presented with two options, I will probably take the crackers over the chip. They're made to be paired with stuff. Lunchableize them to your heart's content. Or I just eat them plain. That's like fair. I'll just eat salty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a thousand years old. It's fine. <laughs> Very good. Uh, well, just means we'll have to get these games out before you wither away. <laughs> it's true. Well, I took so many years off my life yesterday by more destiny nonsense of soloing the is it the spire of the watcher is that what it's called i think that's right i did that it wasn't flawless but i did it good job that took a lot off my life falling into that hole it was devastating <laughs> i couldn't believe that happened it was so funny though uh, i guess i wouldn't if it had happened to me i wouldn't have thought it was very funny <laughs> i thought it was hysterical because it was a, i mean it was a solved equation at that point like i knew exactly what i had to do and i just had to execute it mm-hmm. i did put that video up on youtube sent it to me did it did include the death probably not no no okay yeah. i only saved the last 15 minutes right of the and, run you finished yeah yeah and i think battle. i mean i could have gone back and <laughs> saved an hour but mm-hmm. uh we'll potentially talk about destiny again at some point i don't know we'll see <laughs> life all come out we yeah. will probably play some of it that's mm-hmm. my suspicion right now. I still haven't pre-ordered it because fuck that. And I still don't think I'm going to pre-order the big bundle either, personally. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to I'm gonna buy the $100 fucking, mm-hmm. here's a year's worth of Destiny, necessarily. Because I got all this other stuff I want to do first. All the only thing is, like, I do, like, I just like the concept of dungeons. And that's kind of what's making me lean towards the bigger one. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, I was... <laughs> stressful as that was i did have fun like i do like playing in the dungeons like and since we all probably never raid again uh at least not in a more organized capacity like it's the closest i'll get to any kind of higher end pve content mm. uh, well here's the thing like maybe we add this to the list of theoretical resolutions or whatever because you kind of talked about it a little when we were just kind of chatting i do think it could be a very positive fun experience if you uh we're interested in trying to like actively Sherpa mm. now that they're putting that stuff in the game. I would definitely try to help you with that stuff. Like if you wanted, you know, at least one or two warm bodies who kind of just have. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know, like like Josh would do whatever and right and right. You want to like enter whatever the new like queue is to mm-hmm. try to pick people up and teach them how to do stuff. I think that could be fun. Yeah, I mean, I would I would probably do it now if it wasn't 
so hard. Yeah, yeah. right. It's just a little. I, we'll have to mm-hmm. see what happens when Lightfall comes out and they formalize that stuff a little better in the mm-hmm. game itself. Because right now you could only really LFG in the app. Yeah, you it's just kind of clunky and kind of annoying. And honestly, um, like if if PSN in the next couple of months does integrate Discord properly mm-hmm. into the PlayStation Five, then that'll be one more good avenue where other than just like you know being in the open chat in yeah. Destiny, where it'll just be easier to get people on comms and shit. But yeah, I think that could be cool. Yeah. Like I said, I know that you like doing stuff like that, and I do think that is one of the more positive experiences you can have in that game. And mm-hmm. I, like I said, the thing that bummed me about, which I never want to go back to at this point for sure, for lots of reasons, but, <laughs> but one, chiefly among them being like grinding raids, like doing them multiple raids a week, mm-hmm. or doing you know multiple runs of an encounter, like just sitting there for four hours and just trying to get the drop or whatever. I'm good. <laughs> I just don't think there'll be any piece of loot ever again that is worth doing that because it really does detract from the experiences of what those things are at their best, which is like collaborative things to, mm-hmm. like I said, and actually I think there is a certainly a cool element to teaching someone it for the first time that is cooler than just doing yeah. it over and over again. I mean, it's one thing if you do it over and over again and people want to do different parts because then you're not just in the same role for like mm-hmm. six hours, but... Yeah, because, like, I, I mean, I still, like, I have done so little in PvP this season, and it's been wonderful. <laughs> I love it. I love that for me. Mm-hmm. But having more avenues to do PvE and, like, I like I don't necessarily consider myself a teacher, but I remember too much stuff and can, like, especially, like, if it was, like, me and you or, like, me, you and Josh, potentially, like, mm-hmm. I feel like we could cover most bases of, like... What we what information we needed to be able to give out conveying stuff to people and yeah. right so, and socketing into whatever roles yeah just need to be filled to get like other people like you know going mm-hmm. in an encounter or whatever yeah I think that could be a lot of fun and if Brian um like I said I really don't I know that he has a, an extremely fraught history with that game so I absolutely yeah. don't want to like externally pushing him into, him into oh, playing no, it again for sure. but if on his own volition Lightfall comes out and he decides that he's gonna like yeah I know get he back was in thinking and, about the story at least and if do that campaign yeah. then I'll probably throw that out to him at that point too because again I know that was the th- part of rating that he mm-hmm. missed was kind of like learning stuff and taking people through the process of yeah. learning stuff so if he comes back to that game you know, of his own volition, mm-hmm. I'll throw that out oh, to yeah, him as I, an option too, but I absolutely do not want to. I would never I, wish this game on I anyone. consider, just like all free-to-play crap, I consider Destiny a theoretically toxic enough experience oh, that for I, sure. I almost feel bad recommending it to anyone. Definitely. <laughs> like, there's things I do deeply love about that game, but there's just as much stuff about mm-hmm. it that is just so manipulative that it fucking turns my nose, yeah. turns my stomach. I think I'm, like, really figuring out... I, I, I've been doing really good this season, specifically, of just... Doing what I want to do mm-hmm. and being fine with that. There's still time <laughs> for that to turn bad. <laughs> sure. But because um, I just like I, I just like hanging out with people. That's the only reason I play the stupid game. That's the reason I started it to begin with. And like if I can kind of share this massive wisdom that I have wrongfully acquired <laughs> while being subjected to Destiny 2 mm-hmm. um, to make other people's experiences better, like, who haven't had a chance to do any of this stuff because being a solo player is pretty terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd probably find some kind of enjoyment out of that. Yeah, so we'll see. That could be, like I said, I think that could be a positive avenue to get something mm-hmm. just a little more po- more positive out of that game than many of the things that it tries to fucking force you to do otherwise. Mm-hmm. I mean, because like, like I said, like this season in particular, just like the paired backness of what I've been doing and how I've been playing the game has been really nice. I've actually been enjoying it. 
it helps that some of the like that seasonal mission is still really cool. The exotic mission. Yeah. And for right for the I do think this is the best season that we've had in this year, yearly cycle of Destiny. Um, and it's still again, it's like shades of gray, right? It's such a low bar. Well, it's still yeah, it's it's a <laughs> kind of low bar. And it's still just at the end of the day, it's just like it's you know a this. lot of stuff you're already familiar with yeah. recombined into a new shape. That just mm-hmm. like the shape is just more <laughs> of a higher quality than yeah, the, the last couple sure. of shapes. It's not the final shape, right? Not um, yet, anyway. Like it's because that that game, anything that's outside of expansion tier content is basically just a mod of itself. Oh, like for we're sure. Just fucking socketing <laughs> mm-hmm. chunks of the already built game like together in new combinations to make something. I that mean, approximates just, new content. I'm a sucker because I like the Clovis Bray area aesthetic, and yeah, not right, gonna but- lie. I fangirled a little bit when we went back to Mars. I was really excited to be back on Mars. I missed that planet so goddamn much. Yeah, the source content they're pulling from the season is, is very relatively good. higher quality, yeah. and the the way that the they set pieces it, are nice and yeah, the way they recombined uh, it is good. And mm-hmm. and it, you're not retreading something you did a, a super ton of because that was the other problem with the fucking the Callus season or whatever mm-hmm. is like the Castellum is one of the worst, most boring things that's ever been in Destiny, that's true. And, and just doing that again it sure was shitty. <laughs> <laughs> what even was last season? That was the pirates, right? Mm -hmm. It was fine. It was fine. Pirates are fine. It was fine. Sometimes good. (laughs) The flow of that that seasonal content was really bad, though. The two match-made activities, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Too much crap. Too much crap. But yeah, we'll- They uh... blew their load on the pirate extending and (laughs) (laughs) tripped over the finish line with like two doubloons for the rest of it. Got him. With all that said, I think that's what the next year is going to hold for us. It's going to be playing a lot of cool new stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Playing some interesting old stuff that is relevant to our current work. Mm-hmm. Playing a little bit of Destiny here or there. Yeah. Uh, podcasting a bunch. Streaming whatever we can do get to it. We've also got like another project that's maybe kind of happening, but that's more of a background thing. Uh, yeah, if, if for some reason it becomes relevant, yeah, we'll maybe talk we, about it on There's here. no need for us to talk about it right now, Certainly, but right. I'm looking Certainly forward to it. far too nascent to yeah. really get into it at this point, but... Got a lot of plates yeah, spinning. We're doing a lot of different things, and I'm looking forward to all that variety. So we definitely came into 2022 in a weird spot, and it went some places, but I feel like we've got a clearer vision this year, and I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Woo. But with all that said, yeah, I think we'll call this a tidy little show. So Wahoo. thank you, Lorraine, for joining me Yeah. To, for a little check-in back to mm-hmm. business as usual episode. Beep, uh, beep. Keep on the lookout for, like I said, we'll be podcasting every two weeks. We mm-hmm. should be streaming once a week. Thursdays more often than not. I'm still art streaming most of the time. Wednesdays. Uh, yeah, and if you want information on when the podcasts go up, when we stream, or if you want more places to contact us, if you have a game that you'd like us to check out mm-hmm. at some point, if you know somebody who has a game that wants coverage of it, or if you just see something that looks cool and you want mm-hmm. to pass it along, uh, you can, as always, email us at podcast at cubicorngames.com. Correct. Find Correct. us on Twitter at Cubicorn Games, the people making games Mastodon at Cubicorn Games, co-host at Cubicorn Games, and YouTube, you, you, Twitch. You, YouTube, Twitch, Cubicorn Games, all the same. Facebook, technically. Facebook, technically. I you haven't really been posting there very much, but who cares? I do put the podcasts up still Yeah, you there. do. That's right. That's like the only thing that I put in that feed. That's fine. More often than not. But uh, yeah. yeah, with all that said, we will call it a show. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be yeah. back in a couple weeks. Woo. Until then, see you later, Internet. Bye. Bye.